Episode 282, Getting Back Into the Groove. Hey y'all, welcome to the Empowering Educators Podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here. From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying in power. Bring on today's lesson. Hey, lead educators, Gretchen here of Always a Lesson, host of the Empowering Educators podcast. I'm excited. We're going to be talking today about getting back into the groove after a long break and start to the new year. So I'll share a story, a lesson, some practical tips to help you put it into action. And if you like acrostic poems, this episode is for you. Well, happy new year. I cannot believe it's 2023. I always write a letter to myself. In fact, this is something my past coach asked us to do. And you basically envision what you would like to see for yourself by the end of the year. You're almost writing it into existence. So in 2022, in January, a year ago, I had wrote what I was so proud of myself for accomplishing, who I saw myself to be, and I signed the letter from myself. And I put it away, it's in an envelope, and at the new year time, I open it up and I read it and I hope to have accomplished what I said I was going to accomplish and I hope to be who I thought I would become. And then I celebrate and then I write one for the next year, um, knowing what's on my plate and what my role is for the coming year and what's happening in our family and just really putting positive accomplishments out into the universe in hopes that it comes true. And so if you're someone that doesn't like to pick a word of the year or you hate New Year resolutions, you might want to try the letter. And it's really fun because you forget about it. And then you're like, oh my gosh, it's the New Year. I got to go find that letter and let me see what I wrote. And, oh my gosh, I can't believe I predicted that to come true. Or man, I still have to really work on that. I kind of forgot that I had wanted that. So um, it's a good recalibration. I think it's practical. And it's something that each year I've been able to keep up with. So I'm so thankful my coach shared that with us. But today's episode, if you look forward to a fresh start, but you dread getting back into that hectic, busy flow of work life, this is definitely going to help you work through that and not feel the dread of going back after you've had so much rest and you remember how busy and crazy and at what speed you are operating at. So I know that's what the sluggish energy and the Sunday scaries, which after a long break turns into, (laughs) oh, I don't even know what the phrase would be, but it's even worse because you've had such a longer period of time off. But the word bittersweet came to my mind. Bitter meaning It's slow to start after being productive and moving quickly. It's almost like when you haven't been working out for a while, you're just not quite 
in the groove. It's taking you a while to remember, you know, that muscle memory of, wait, how did I do this again? And if I'm lifting weights, I'm going to start a little bit (laughs) easier on myself and work my way up. And it's the same thing with getting back into work and trying to find, okay, where was I and what were we doing? And how did I work so quickly and efficiently and getting organized and like trying to wrap your mind around who I was during the busyness after I've had time to wear comfy pajama pants, lay on the couch, sit by a fire, drink my favorite hot cocoa, whatever. But it's also sweet because that relaxing break allowed you to regain energy so that you can move at that pace once again. Had we not had this nice long break, I think it would be hard to keep that energy up. We would be so drained. So it's a blessing that we get the break, but it also is a curse to have to get back up to speed as fast as we can. So in terms of why it's essential for us to get back into our groove and and find the way that allowed us to operate at maximum capacity is that we support staff or students and we have to make sure we do not get behind because we're moving in a sluggish way or trying to find our footing again or trying everyone's trying to get back into routine And everything's just off a little bit uh, and that can get a little frustrating, but it's so important that we find our flow as fast as possible because the students depend on us to be our best and to get them to be their best and to help them move through their sluggishness too. But also it helps us beat that overwhelm of, oh my gosh, I am at level two speed and I need to be working at eight and work keeps coming in and I can't make all these due dates. I'm like, my brain is still in a fog. Holy heck. But the routine that we're going to be sharing with you and that you're going to end up creating for yourself will help with that overwhelm because you're going to do a lot of prevention and that's going to take away the whole, oh my gosh, what's coming because you know what's coming. You've planned for it. And you can still rest and relax. It's just you've got your game plan prepared so that when it's time to get back into action, boom, the thinking is already done. Um, And that's going to help kids with their performance. They're going to be able to beat that low performance quickly. Uh, You're going to beat your negative mindset. So really, it's an overall win-win for everyone involved if we can figure out how to get our groove back quickly. And so I was thinking about, oh, this chapter in this book I wrote, my very first book called Elementary Education 101, What They Didn't Teach You in College, there's a chapter called Getting Into the Groove. And it's for folks who are not in that first year, maybe not even their second or third, but when you start to kind of figure out how you operate, how things work best, you've got the curriculum figured out, you've got your systems in place and how much faster you work and how much happier you are because your brain is in a routine. Your brain is not scrambled because that's what leads to overwhelm and brain fog and that leads to anxiety and depression and all the things. So if we know if I can keep my brain clear, if I can have a game plan, then I can beat this or at least you know, get over it a whole lot faster. And it reminded me so much of of that chapter that I was writing for teachers. I mean, it's great for new teachers. Um, So if you do have someone in your life, in your community, who is going to be a teacher or just starting out, just go to my website. You can get a signed print copy of that. But if you prefer Kindle, there's a link there too. You can grab that. It's just a good gift 
for future teachers because I know student teachers and graduating education um, majors are going to be doing that this spring. And so it's like perfect timing to, to gear up with that gift. I'll put the link in the show notes. So just go to alwayslesson.com, click on podcast, find this episode, and it'll be there for you. But anyway, I thought going back to that acrostic poem idea that I would use the word groove and give you your action steps. Because although we understand that the stress and overwhelm of getting back into routine is coming, many of us actually don't do anything about it. (laughs) We just complain that it's coming and then it comes and we complain that it's here and then we just keep complaining because it takes us forever to get back up to speed. And my hope is that over break or whenever you're listening to this episode, you are able to plan the steps and be ready to get back into your groove. Hey y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. So here we go. G for groove is get your ducks in a row. So I want you to review whatever your daily tasks are. Update yourself on where you last left off. I remember when I would walk into the classroom, I was like, wait, what were we doing? Like, what are these piles on my desk? I know I had a system and routine when I left, but I like this literally looks foreign to me. (laughs) What do we have coming up? Like, oh my gosh, I have to just get my mind right. And so spend the time doing that. Gather all the materials you know you're going to need. Just get your wits about you. If you're supporting teachers, it's the same thing. Figure out what's happening in your office. (laughs) The state you left it in might have been a little mayhem because you rushed out. Um, Look at what is coming up for teachers. Look what's coming up for you and try and get a game plan. R in groove. I want you to rig up a tentative plan. Rig up is going to take the pressure off you feeling it needs to be perfect because you're literally throwing it together. And it's tentative because it's going to change. But we at least need to start somewhere. So think about what's your daily schedule prioritize the tasks that you need to get done for that week or that month, and then create your to-do list. So you can have three different pieces of paper in front of you. What is my daily schedule looking like? What are the tasks that I have got to get done? And let me prioritize them, put them in the order, sequence them from most important to least important. And then over here on the last paper is just your random to-do list. Because as you're getting your what's about you from the G and groove, you're going to be like, oh my God, oh yeah, I have that and I have that. And it's just going to be like this random list over here of to-do. But that second list is all the tasks that you need to complete in the order that is most essential. And then you've got your daily schedule. So that's going to be how you operate. That's going to be your plan to start. So that's R. Okay, moving on to O in groove. I want you to optimize your output. You need to be real with yourself. Like I am very sluggish in the morning. I have been laying around, so I can't expect myself to go in there and operate a level 10. So I want you to think about what do I need to be successful? Meaning, do you need to have meetings with your colleagues (laughs) to be like, what are we doing this week? Or if you're supporting teachers, hey, what do you guys need from me this week? What do you have coming up? Um, Anything, uh, any aha moment over the break that you want to discuss? So get meetings on the calendar for your colleagues so you can just chat. Even if it's informal, even if it's through text, something. Just get that communication going again. 
Then think about access to documents. Do you have everything that you need to have in terms of materials? Do you need access yourself? Do students need access? Do teachers need access? Are we ready to go so everyone can do their job? Because usually it starts with us. If we can get our ducks in a row first, everything else falls into place. So it's essential that we make sure access to whatever is needed for the week, the day, the month, that that's the balls rolling in, in that direction. Then think about communication for parents and staff and students. What is the tool that you're gonna be using? Is it email? Is it Voxer? Is it Marco Polo? Is it text? Is it email? What What is it? And how are we gonna make sure we can be efficient? I really got bogged down when I had people, especially teachers, emailing me, texting me, calling me, I just needed one route. Like it was too much. I was spread over all these apps, which is so great. I'm thankful for them. But when everyone chooses a different one, I get behind. And then I'm like, wait, did I respond to this? Or who do I have left to communicate with? And it can get me overwhelmed. And then remember what happens when you're overwhelmed. Your productivity goes down and you start getting depressed and anxious. So if we can keep our minds clear with a simple plan and streamline, okay, I'm going to just use email for this first week, first month until we're back up and running, that keeps it simple. Think about food and drinks. Like I need coffee and breakfast to operate. So I'm going to make sure I make time every morning to get those two things. Because if I don't have those things, I already am setting myself up for failure. And then think about efficient planning period. How can you make sure when it's time to plan that you have everything you need to plan, that you're able to collaborate as quickly as possible, and and that you're able to leave feeling like you know what it is you have to get done. So optimize your output. You're thinking through, what do I need to be successful? And you're putting all of that in place so that really all you have to do is hit the go button and you can ride smoothly to get your groove because you know what makes you good at what you do and you've made sure you've put it in your calendar or made time or prioritized it so that you can get things done. If I didn't collaborate with my colleagues, then I was behind on the information that I needed. If I wasn't able to communicate with parents and staff, then I absolutely knew they were gonna be calling me and emailing me at all hours because they're trying to figure out what's going on. So I had to prioritize getting out information to them so that they would not bother me Um, when it was convenient for them, which is all throughout the day, which then just added to my overwhelm. And then I needed food. I had to make sure I had food on my stomach because then all I'm thinking about is how starving I am and I cannot work. So I knew myself well enough to know, oh, you're going to be in a bad mood if you don't make time for that bagel or, oh, you better. I know you have these other important things to do, but if you don't write to the staff and the students um, or the parents, then you're gonna end up adding more work to your plate. So think about your situation and what's gonna make you the most successful. The second O in Groove is off to the races. So then it's just time to implement, implement, implement. So that tentative plan you have, you know how to optimize your output and you're gonna put those two things together while actually also getting your ducks in a row. So you're gonna put those three things together and you're just gonna start doing it. And it isn't until you start implementing that you know that there's things to change or to make it better or what's not working but you you can't spend all your time planning and prepping. Sometimes you just got to do it. You've planned enough to be productive and to get your groove back fast. So now it's time to go get it. Go get the groove. 
So V and Groove is voice your concerns to the appropriate parties and then come with solutions. So as you're implementing, if you're realizing, oh, this isn't working, <laughs> like my planning period's not being efficient. I need this or I it would benefit from this or can we meet over in this place or I need access to this thing or technology issues. Remember, we were talking about access to certain documents and stuff. That's not working. Go find the people that can help you solve the problem. Bring a solution to the table because the longer we let things that are not working not work, we're behind. And then guess what? Now overwhelm. Now we got foggy brain. Now we got anxiety and on and on the dominoes go. So we just want to keep that clear mind, which is solve problems quickly. When you notice change, <laughs> right? We're going to be productive, but we're also going to be proactive. We're not going to wait for things to fall apart before we start making changes. So the E in groove is evaluate your plan regularly, whether it's at the end of the day, um, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, in the beginning, you're going to evaluate a lot because you had just put this tentative plan together. And as you're working, you won't have to tweak it as much, but you really want to make sure you're always operating at your highest groove. Okay. And so in the beginning, it's going to be, you're constantly changing this plan that you made until you like, okay, we're good. We're good. I'm up to level 10. I've got my good habits in place. I've got my routine in place. Everyone around me has got the routine in place. Like we're good. Woo! You know, like my head's above the clouds here and, and I'm good. And so just make sure you don't forget to evaluate often. Just reflect back. Is this still working? Do I need to tweak something? I'd rather tweak it now, you know, get ahead of it, communicate with who I need to communicate, problem solve, all the things. So overall, the plan for getting your groove back is it's preventative. You got to start in advance and then tweak as you go. It's that simple. I'll go through those steps again. G and groove is get your ducks in a row. R is rig up a tentative plan. O is optimize output. The second O is off to the races. V is voice concern to parties. And E is evaluate your plan regularly. So just know this, successful people don't haphazardly reach their goals and live happy lives. They do everything on purpose. They intentionally attack the goals by hacking a routine that's going to allow them to get the goal. They hack and they hack and they hack until they get it perfect. And they're like, that's the secret recipe. That's how I get my groove back. That's how I work at optimum efficiency. Um, I cannot stay up late. I cannot have a drink before I go to bed. I cannot eat this certain food. I cannot be up watching TV too late. I can't be on my phone because the light keeps me from falling asleep. Whatever are the habits that are working against you, you need to put that a stop to it, especially when you're trying to get back into working after a long break. Those things seem to intensify. <laughs> so you want to get real with yourself on what are going to be potential obstacles, create your game plan around them, and just get your, your habits back to a healthy place as fast as possible. The practical steps that I shared with you are going to help you prevent rather than react to this kind of uncomfortable journey back to your highly optimum performance prior to break. Okay, so make this work for you. This is your plan. It's going to look different than everybody else's. But the point is you're intentional and you're doing all this ahead of time. So when it's go time, you can go. So share this idea with a friend, get some accountability partners going, just pay it forward. If this worked for you, help someone else get their groove back too. 
It's not a secret recipe. Us in education, folks, we got to stick together, (laughs) you know. So if you heard something today that's helpful, tell somebody and allow them to grow along with you, okay? All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on getting back in your groove so you can hit the pavement running this new year. Now go on and be great because you've just been empowered.